Netflix is hired for a brand new role at their company, Vice President of Game Development. Resident Evil Village's PC framerate issues confirmed to be tied to their built-in anti-cheat, and piracy is solving the problem. Phil Spencer has more words of wisdom, and this time it's about game preservation. All of this on The Daily Reset. Good morning, gamers, and welcome to The Daily Reset, brought to you by The Emergent Gamer. Subscribe and tune in every morning to get all the biggest news stories as you start your day. We're on all major podcast platforms, and we also upload our shows to our YouTube channel if you like to listen there. I'm Trip Zero, and this is your news for July 15th, 2021. After rumors about a potential toe dip into the video game waters, Netflix fully swan dives in by announcing the hiring of Mike Verdu to be their new Vice President of Game Development, reporting to Chief Operating Officer Greg Peters. Verdu was most recently a VP at Facebook, working with their augmented and virtual reality projects as well as their Oculus brand of VR headsets. He was in charge of bringing content and developers on board to have their games in the Oculus hardware. Before Facebook, he was Senior VP at EA Mobile and Chief Creative Officer at Zynga. All his previous work highlights a focus on mobile gaming, which is a gaming style that translates well to TV-based ecosystems, as we've seen with Apple TV and Apple Arcade. The reporting by Bloomberg indicates that Netflix intends to build out its game development team in the coming months, and that it plans to have gaming services within the next year. According to a person familiar with the situation, Netflix also does not plan to increase subscription prices in the future for having this kind of additional content on their service, though they could absolutely get away with it. In the closest parallel to what Netflix's service might look like, Apple Arcade is a $5 a month subscription service to access its games. Rumors about this go back to at least the end of May of this year, when reporting came out about Netflix approaching some high-profile gaming industry executives about joining the company. When Polygon reported on this in May, Netflix responded to them by saying that their users, quote, enjoy engaging more directly with the stories they love, and highlighted their work on the interactive episode of their dystopian sci-fi series Black Mirror, as well as the branded games for their own properties like Stranger Things. The comment was intentionally vague and could have just been them referring to wanting to make more interactive video content, but it seems they really did mean engaging directly in a more traditional sense. Whether Netflix will stick with mobile-like video games or have a full-fledged studio remains to be seen. Amazon, which has its own video streaming service, has already taken the leap into opening and supporting a full game studio a few years ago and anticipates releasing more titles this year, such as the MMO New World this August. Last week, reports surfaced that fans had fixed the PC-specific stuttering and framerate issues in Capcom's Resident Evil Village with a uniquely brazen approach. They stripped the DRM protections out of the game, effectively pirating it. And without those built-in protections, the game played flawlessly. 
Wanting to investigate and lend validity to these claims, they were tested by Digital Foundry, which operates a YouTube channel known for performance analysis videos, usually between different versions of video games running on different consoles. Digital Foundry confirmed that the pirated version of the game provides profound improvements to the stock experience, a quote from Rich Ledbetter in their video about the issue. Resident Evil Village uses Denuvo, a popular anti-piracy software solution. It isn't foolproof, as no anti-piracy software is, but they promise the longest time period before a crack for the game is developed. Denuvo does not run alongside the game, but is instead a part of the game's own code. Players for years have blamed Denuvo for a myriad of issues on games that include the software, but Denuvo has denied any negative impact on the player experience. On their website FAQ, there is even a question that reads, does Denuvo anti-tamper have any negative impact on a game or customer experience? And their answer is, no, since only performance non-critical game functions are used in the anti-tamper process, anti-tamper has no perceptible effect on game performance, nor is anti-tamper to blame for any game crashes of genuine executables. Obviously there is a performance issue here, but since Capcom also has their own anti-cheat built in on top of the Nuvo, the exact reason for the stutter between the two is still unknown. Whatever is causing it, removing it absolutely works. Capcom has since reached out to Eurogamer with a statement which says, The team are working on a patch to address PC performance issues. It should be available soon. We'll have more details shortly. If it seems like we bring up Phil Spencer on the show a lot, we do. With today's episode being the ninth episode, we've now spent a full one-third of the show's existence talking about him and something he's mentioned. I can't promise to keep that pace up, but the man may not give us a choice with the amount of recent interviews he's done, and he's got some great ideas we're talking about. Echoing a topic that actually came up naturally on our own episode of the Emergent Gamer podcast last night, head of Xbox Phil Spencer discussed the need to preserve video games for historical purposes. He was the guest on yesterday's episode of the Kinda Funny Gamecast and discussed many topics, but this one was very close to his heart as a gamer, and he fears the potential loss of the history of what he calls our art form. Here's a clip from the show. I really wish as an industry we'd come together to help preserve the history of what gaming is about so we don't lose the ability to go back. I think about like what the Paley Center did for TV of, you know, Paley early on saw that TV industry was getting ready to throw away literally the tapes that these old TV shows were on. And he said, hey, I want to archive those because at some point somebody will want to go back and watch the Ed Sullivan show or something. And those things shouldn't be thrown away. And as an industry, I would love it if we came together to help preserve the history of, of what our industry is about so we don't lose access to some of the, um, the things that got us to where we are today and built this industry. That would be a cool thing. Among other things discussed in the interview, Spencer mentioned his admiration for what Sony did with their DualSense controller for the PlayStation 5 and how that has them over at Xbox thinking about what kind of places they could go with their own controller designs in the future. That's going to be it for Tuesday, July 15th, 2021. Subscribe on your favorite podcast service to get up to speed in the gaming world every morning with me, your host, Trip Zero. And be sure to find and listen to our main show, The Emergent Gamer Podcast, live on twitch.tv slash emergent underscore gamer on Wednesday nights and then on podcast services the next day. Get the news with me and hear the in-depth discussion with the rest of us. I'll see you tomorrow.